Thanks for joining us for the Anchored Daily. This fall, we're learning from Ezra, Nehemiah, and Haggai as we consider how God would have us remain faithful, obedient, and hopeful no matter what comes our way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anchored Daily. My name is Matthew Hassler, and today we are covering Ezra 1-5 to the end of chapter 2. Have you ever heard of the game Bean Boozled? It's a game where you spin a wheel that tells you what color of jelly bean you need to eat out of the box of jelly beans provided. There is a twist, though. Each color has a good taste and a bad taste. For example, if I get green, I may be biting into a pear-flavored jelly bean. One of the best, by the way. Or it could be a snot-flavored jelly bean. A red jelly bean might be cherry, though it also could be canned dog food. My family of four bravely played this game once upon a time. As I recall, it ended when my daughter started throwing up. The game starts off as fun because each time you draw a new jelly bean, you are trying to believe that it could be one of those good flavors. But if you end up getting a few bad ones in a row, you start to get cynical. You start to wonder if there are any good ones at all. Sometime after having played the game, I bought a bag of jelly beans, just normal ones. But there was something in the back of my mind that made me wonder, Can I really trust the promise from the good folks at Jelly Belly that this bag really has only good jelly beans in it? For a lot of people, faith is like that. They have bitten deep into the jelly bean of being their own God, the jelly bean of following my heart will lead to happiness, or the jelly bean of being able to save themselves by their good works. And the taste was bitter. They thought it would lead to something good, and it left them emptier and more broken than before. And then along comes Jesus, and he promises eternal life, transformation from the inside to the out, and a peace that surpasses all understanding. Those who have been duped before wonder, can I really trust the promises of the God of the Bible? The first two chapters of Ezra remind us that we absolutely can. God has promised the people of Israel would inherit the promised land, and they did. God promised if they kept his covenant with them, they would be blessed. And they were. God also promised if they broke the covenant, they would be taken out of the land. And they did. And they were. God also promised in places like Isaiah 44, 28, that the people would return to the land and a new temple would be built. It would be hard to trust those promises in Babylonian and then later Persian captivity. After 70 years of being exiled, it would be hard to believe God would move the heart of a Persian king to let them return at all, let alone pay money for it. And yet, that's exactly what he did. God moved Cyrus to fulfill the words of the prophets, and the return from exile begins. Chapter 1 of Ezra talks about the return of the gold and silver that was taken from the temple. Chapter 2 is a list of those who returned from exile to build the temple. If you look at chapter 2, At first, it seems kind of boring. It's the family names of the Israelites and the number of them returning. Haram's people, 320. Lod's, Hadid's, and Ono's people, 725, and so forth. But each of those people is a fulfilled promise of God. They were walking, living, breathing proof that God keeps all of his promises, no matter how impossible they seem. These two chapters remind us that God keeps all of his promises. You are not being being boozled. You are invited to bite deeply into the gospel and taste and see that the Lord is good. And a beautiful thing happens when we start to trust God's promises. Our anxiety about the problems in this life start to slip away.
and our hope for the future grows stronger and stronger. Josh McDowell says, knowing that God is faithful, it really helps me not to be captivated by worry. But knowing that he will do what he has said, he will cause it to happen whatever he has promised, then it causes me to be less involved in worrying about a situation. So my friends, let us rejoice that God keeps his promises. He will be faithful to keep every single one of them. Let us put our trust in this promise-keeping God and let that trust free us from worry and despair. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you and praise you for being a God who always keeps his promises. I also thank you that you have made many wonderful promises for us today and for our future. Help us to put our trust in you and in your word that we may be set free from anxiety, worry, and despair. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to encourage each other through God's Word. Also, make sure to drop a like and subscribe so you're always up to date on the latest Bethel podcast. Don't forget to go to Bethel.ch to check out all the amazing opportunities to connect and serve here at Bethel. Have a blessed day.